campers welcome back to another episode of half buzz and happy meals today we're going to continue our pgo journey with chapter seven and eight so before we get into that i just wanted to make a few quick announcements so um as you're listening to this episode the podcast is up everywhere i know i've said that last time but for uh, anyone who didn't listen to la- last week's episode the podcast is up everywhere you listen uh, so you can just search Half Bloods and Happy Meals wherever you get your podcast. Um, and thank you all for the listens. You know, I just wanted to say thanks for the listens. Um, the first episode got 15 listens. And that's great, you know. And I'm just beginning, so um, that's for a beginner. That's great. So thank you for all the listens. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, so let's, without any further ado, let's get into chapters 7 and 8. Okay, so let's start with chapter 7. My dinner goes up in smoke. What happens to Percy's dinner? Let's find out. So let's start with the notes. Annabeth is a little rude. One with the plumbing. The oracle. Percy finds out he's half god. Annabeth's mom is Athena. Cabin 6. Gods ignore their kids. Practical jokes. Annabeth seems very sheltered and uncomfortable. Something wrong on Olympus. Why does Annabeth expect Percy to know everything? Extended family. Blue cherry coke. Do the gods deserve a sacrifice? Peter Johnson. Percy feels at home. So let's begin with the chapter, chapter 7. My dinner goes up in smoke. So yeah, the first note that I wrote here was like, Annabeth is a little rude. In this chapter, I feel that Annabeth is kind of rude to Percy. You know, she expects Percy to know everything. Like, um, I mean, she, she expects him to know where Mount Olympus is. It's like, Annabeth, you, he, he just arrived at camp. He doesn't even know that he's a demigod. He just finds out in this chapter. And I think I mentioned uh, that he finds out that in the last chapter, but no, no, he finds out he finds that out in this chapter. And he's like new to this world, and you're like, you don't know where Mount Olympus is. You're a New Yorker, right? Annabeth, calm down, calm down, girl, calm down. <laughs> I think uh, uh, the the demigods at camp they're like they're used to this, so, and I guess not many new campers come, so it, it's it's weird. It's weird, really weird. Yeah, so uh, uh, the tour continues. Annabeth shows um, Percy a little bit more of the camp. And she's like, no, I have to go practice. But dinner's at 7.30, so just follow your cabin to the mess hall. Um, And Percy's like, he apologizes for what happened at the toilets with Clarice. And Annabeth's just like a little little rude here so you're like whatever and Percy's like it wasn't my fault but then he realizes it was his fault he was one with the plumbing no Percy you weren't one with the plumbing you were one with the water (laughs) realize that come on you're not the you're the god of plumbers are you no I don't think so (laughs) Um, and then Annabeth mentions the oracle hmm so uh, that's a new new character that uh, we haven't encountered yet. So let's see if she mentions it, uh, mentions the oracle in the other chapters going forward. Um, and yeah, uh, 
the thing I mentioned in the last few chapters comes back. Percy's like, I stared into the lake, wishing someone would give me a straight answer for once. I, I sympathize with you, Percy. I sympathize. Chiron's, Chiron's not giving you a straight answer. Annabeth's not giving you any straight answers. Nobody's giving you a straight answer. They're like, this is this, but this is not this. <laughs> like, give me, give me a yes or no answer, please. Is this this or this is this? This is this. Confusing. Confusion. Confusion. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Then he finds out that he is half human and half god. Um. And Percy's like, no, my my father's dead, and no. Annabeth says, your father's not dead, Percy. He's he's one of the Olympians. So Annabeth's like, yeah, the gods have been falling in love with humans for millennia. And what do you think? They haven't changed since then. And they fall in love with humans and they create demigods. She's like, yeah, demigods, that's the official term. Or if you want to say half-bloods, you can. Half-bloods actually sounds like a slur, right? So demigods is fine. Yeah, then Percy asks about her dad. And I'm like, Percy, you did you... Do you think that all gods have to be uh, men? It's like it is sexist. And I I agree with Annabeth on this. He's a little bit sexist here. And and you can see that uh, talking about her dad, it's a touchy subject for Annabeth. She gets tensed and a little worried about that. Uh, yeah, he realized that he just trespassed on a sensitive subject. Hmm. Uh, that's weird. So. I mean, I guess she has a history with her dad. We don't know that yet. Uh, so she says her dad is a professor at West Point. He teaches American history. And her mom, we find out, is Athena, cabin six. And, and here's here's why I think Annabeth is... Um, Annabeth expects Percy to know everything. Like, she, she doesn't give him a straight answer here either. Uh, that Percy asks, like, who's your mom? And she's like, cabin six. And she, he's like, meaning? I don't know what cabin six means. She's Athena. So this is this is my problem here. Why doesn't she give him a straight answer? I don't understand that. Like, Annabeth, you could have given him. You could have just said, Athena, the goddess, goddess of wisdom. You know, it would have been much easier for him to understand. And Percy, poor guy, is asking questions left and right. <laughs> He, Percy finds out that sometimes uh, gods don't claim their children and uh, gods ignore their kids like they have so many kids that they that they effectively like just ignore them um, and he he hearkens back to Herm the Hermes cabin and uh, he remembers he saw a few people that looked sullen and depressed and he's like maybe they're not Hermes' kids. Maybe they have other godly parents and they their godly parents just don't want to claim them. And that is just so that is just so weird for the gods to do, you know, like ignore their kids. They're not the best parents, are they? Hmm. Um and Percy's like, No, I wanna go home, man, come on. But Annabeth like Annabeth's like, This is your home. Uh this camp is your home. And I think here Percy's being actually like forced into this, but it's not his fault. It's not even Annabeth's fault because it's actually the gods' fault, you know. Uh, if they 
uh, hadn't like uh, tried to do anything with mortals you know they, they hadn't tried to interfere with mortals why would they why would all of this happen uh, there would be no demigods and uh, yeah they wouldn't have to fight monsters and die at young ages and stuff so it's weird uh, so Annabeth explains about the year-rounders and um, she explains that some godly uh, some demigods are more powerful than others and they give off a strong aura that attracts the monsters so it's like a giant burger that attracts like a like a hungry person uh, basically monsters are attracted to uh, the powerful aura of demigods but some people can go out like uh, Aphrodite kids and the Demeter kids who don't have a lot of uh, the whose gods are not that powerful but mm, it seems like discrimination to me like the power levels if the if they're all gods shouldn't they have the same power levels or like it's okay I, I get it why some would be stronger than others but eh, it doesn't make sense for me I'm not sure uh, so Annabeth says that she's been at camp since she was seven and then Percy asks her like why did you come in so young and another touchy subject for Annabeth she's like none of your business you went we went and put Percy in an awkward situation again didn't you Annabeth come on come on <laughs> uh, Percy's like oh you shouldn't have said that Okay, let's change the subject. <laughs> she explains that uh, monsters can't come into the camp, but people can let them in as practical jokes. Hmm. Why would someone want to let a monster into the camp? I mean, it doesn't make sense to me, but I think we'll find out. We will find out. Percy mentions the summer solstice, and Annabeth's like, okay, what do you know about that? I don't know, there's... He mentions a deadline, but Annabeth's frustrated because she doesn't know anything either, and Chiron and Grover won't tell her anything. Something happened on Olympus, something major. But last time she went to Olympus, it was like normal. And Percy's like, whoa, 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 wait a second. Last time you went to Olympus. And Annabeth's, Annabeth says, yeah. Hmm. Uh, don't you know? It's on the Empire State Building, 600 floor. Annabeth, do you expect Percy to know every single thing? Come on, man. She, it, it's a little frustrating, but I can understand where Annabeth comes from. Uh, but it, it's 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 still frustrating, you know, like e frustrating, frustrating. Oh my God. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay, so yeah, she explains something's wrong in Mount Olympus. So something is definitely wrong. Something like major, pretty major. Uh, if Chiron's worried about it, I guess it's pretty major. Hmm. Uh, so he, after that, Percy leaves for dinner um, and he has another conversation with Luke. Uh, and Luke seems pretty bitter now that he sees him. Uh, first, like, he was happy to see Percy at Hermes' cabin, right? And he had a very, 
they had a they had a good conversation and Luke was very supportive and uh, uh, he was very like um, he was kind to Percy you know but now he seems bitter about everything um, like the gods and everything Percy's like I don't believe in the gods and Luke says yeah everyone starts out that way but once you get to believing believing them it doesn't it doesn't get any better um, yeah, so Percy asks him about his dad, Hermes, and he seems bitter about him too. Like he doesn't want to talk about it, and uh, he just he just answers his questions like straight up. He's like, when Percy's Percy asks like, where ev did you ever meet your dad? He's like, once. Percy's waiting for him to elaborate, but he doesn't. So there's something going on between Hermes and Luke that we don't know about yet. Um, and this is where the awkward part comes in. I don't like this. If you if you've read this book, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, then um, just skip ahead like one or two minutes if you don't want spoilers. Uh, I'm gonna spoil something here. So Luke says they're all extended family. Like so, extended family. That's what extended family. We know that the gods don't have DNA. But later on, we know that the gods don't have DNA. So, and and Rick tries to uh, take away all the awkwardness of like Percy and Annabeth, quote unquote, dating, and uh, and now it just feels like extended family means Percy and Annabeth are cousins, and they uh, oh my god, no, it feels weird. Why'd you have to let Luke say that line? Man, I hate Luke now. <laughs> um. Yeah, so yeah, and and Percy Percy really likes Luke. In this case, um, he seems to understand that Luke has uh, he has a problem with the gods, but um, he's been very kind to Percy. Like he he brought him things. He uh, he welcomed him into the cabin. He he talked to Percy, even though he's like older than him. Um, he's actually been kind to Percy and that's uh, that's new for Percy I guess people being kind to him so and Percy mentions like why does everyone keep saying that I'm special what's what's wrong with me what's what how am I special what is what is going on and it looks like I hate prophecies huh and he he mentions that he went on a quest, so um, Annabeth's been Annabeth's like I want to go on a quest. She keeps mentioning that when uh, she was with Percy talking to him, uh, she wants to go on a quest really bad. She wants to get out of the camp, and Luke mentions that it's his fault that nobody's been able to go on quests. So he apparently he went to the Garden of Hesperides. And something went wrong on the quest, and Chiron didn't hasn't allowed anyone to leave the camp. So I guess Annabeth's feeling very like um, she just wants to get out of camp. You know, like if if you stay in a place for too long, it just feels it just feels like you're crammed into a jail cell or something. You want to get out, so it makes sense. Annabeth's waiting for somebody special, so I guess that special person will uh, grant her a quest 
that she she she's wanted from s for so long. So it looks like don't worry about it, ma'am. Just eat now. Uh, so they they fall in, uh, cabin eleven. They sit down to eat. Before they do that, they sacrifice some of their best food to the gods. And this is where this is where like um, why why do they do that? You know, I I don't understand why the gods deserve a sacrifice. According to me, the gods have been really really bad about taking care of their children you know so do they really deserve anything whether that be food or like prayers or worship do they deserve worship that's a good topic to think about because uh, whatever we've heard about the gods is all bad you know even Chiron though he doesn't want to say that he doesn't like what the gods do what, what decisions they make so uh whatever we've heard about them is like th they don't take care of their children you know they they just leave them out in the world to die uh for monsters to kill them and they don't claim them take them to safety you know and we don't even know if percy will get claimed yet his dad we don't know if his dad will claim him so it's it's weird that the camp campers have to go through this daily ritual of giving them the best parts of their food like do they deserve that i don't think so in my opinion like even i haven't we haven't even met the gods yet we haven't met we've met one and uh, dionysus seems seem he seems okay he seems more down to earth than any of the other gods but we haven't met the other gods yet so we don't know what uh what their personalities are like what they're like so yeah it's weird weird Oh yeah, so the the blue cherry coke. I almost forgot that. Uh, Percy. So the the goblets give you anything, any drink that you want. Uh, and Percy orders in blue cherry coke, and he gives a toast to his mom. He's like, "I will meet you soon." And Percy, you are, you are so sweet. Come on, that is so sweet. Yeah. So th this is interesting. This is very interesting. So when Mr. D has to make the announcement that Percy Jackson is new to camp. This is the first time he messes up his name. He calls him Peter Johnson. So I have a theory. I have a theory. It's not my own. I've heard it somewhere. Um, what if Dionysus didn't call Percy by his real name because of the whole names have power thing? Yeah, so mm, maybe because names have power and he, he's called him by his real name Perseus you know so that's weird like why why did he switch up why did he quote-unquote forget his real name hmm that's that's something to think about and so this is this is really sweet Percy's like this is the first time he's felt at home in the camp he's surrounded by people and uh, he's had he's had this assurance from Luke that he um, he is in safe hands. Um, so he he goes to sleep in cabin eleven, and he's like, yeah, he had good thoughts about his mom while going to sleep. And this like he's like, yeah, this is really good. This camp is good, and he likes this camp already. But then the chapter ends by saying, 
I wish I'd known how briefly I would get to enjoy my new home. Ooh, oh my god, okay. Something's bad, something bad's gonna happen. Percy, uh, I feel bad for Percy. I feel bad. Okay, so this chapter ends there, but, um, I... I feel like this chapter was important, you know? We got a lot of a lot more information about Annabeth. We got a lot more of her backstory. Uh, we get to see that something's up with her and her dad, um, and uh, we see a lot more of Luke, and we see that his bitterness towards the gods, a little bit of his bitterness towards his dad, and uh, how he's just like tired of the gods just ignoring their children. I think everyone in camp is tired, but I, it's like they have to follow a daily ritual. And that, I guess, respecting God, the gods is the most important thing to do, because I guess the gods are gods, so... But it, it doesn't make sense why, why the gods would ignore their children, you know? Um, they're all-knowing, all-seeing, all-powerful beings. Like, how do you ignore a few of your children that you caused by you uh that you made like you're the problem here all you olympian gods you're the problem uh, you decided to uh, mate with the mortals and make demigods and give them problems and you're the ones ignoring them that is just so ironic it is too much um and yeah, and this is, I think, the first time that Percy feels at home. Even though he's like, no, this is not my home. Uh, I want to go to my home in New York. But he understands now that, um, uh, that this is the only place he'll be safe. And I think now he's realizing that everything around him is real. Even though he's realized that long time ago, he's still in shock, right? He lost his mom, and he's thrown into this world of monsters and everything like so many so many things are happening here and this is just this is just all new for him you know it's still all new for him so yeah that that's chapter seven hey everyone so yeah uh, i would usually discuss chapter eight after this but i actually don't have enough time i didn't have enough time to record chapter eight my discussion of it so um, today's episode is going to end on chapter 7. Um, it won't always be like this. Mostly I after this I'll have enough time to do two chapters in one episode. And I want to keep it like that because the flow is good. Uh, and it's even for all the books. So uh, I get to end on two chapters for every book I guess. Maybe. I'll have to check that. But um, yeah this, uh, this episode is going to end on one chapter for today. Um... And that's fine because this book I can I get like the last chapter to myself and discussion uh, of that chapter uh, yeah so I just wanted to add something else um, if you want to reach me right um, I'm actually using anchor to edit and uh, uh, distribute my podcast so uh, anchor gives analytics but I'm not sure uh, the Apple Podcast analytics I don't have just yet. So I can't see my reviews or my ratings or my listens or anything right now. Because it's just showing there's not enough data for that. So if you want to get something um, 
like uh, urgent in for me to uh, uh, see the best thing you can do is email me uh, my email is at the show's email is at halfbloods and happy meals at gmail.com so if you want to reach me for anything urgent if you want to shout out anything um, you can reach me there uh, and yeah so that's i think that's it for today's episode i hope you enjoyed we'll see you guys in the next one peace this episode was edited and produced by yours truly if you want to reach the show you can email me at halfbloodsandhappymeals at gmail.com halfbloods and happy meals is available wherever you get your podcasts the major platforms are anchor spotify Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Breaker, Radio Public, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Stitcher. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast, and I'll see you on the flip side.